Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 223. Happy! What is up, you cunty motherfucker pieces of shit? My name is Eric. I'm fuck. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. What's up, fuck? <laughs> oh, just, you know, fucking cunty fucks. You know what I'm fucking saying, cunt? I can't even know well what you're saying. <laughs> In case you haven't read Happy, there's a little bit of... Uh, there's some explicit language. Yes, there's a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is the comics your parents are afraid of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh... Brian John Mitchell, do not let your mother see this comic. <laughs> <laughs> or your nephew. Yeah. Anyone in your family, right? Don't even, don't even read it yourself. Nope. You're, st- you you're still, not. he's still impressionable. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what bad habits he could pick up just by reading this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> smoking drugs. Smoking drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Playing cards for money. <laughs> Pedophilia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, this comic has it all. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty well-rounded. <laughs> so. uh, how's it going? No, it's going good. It's going good. That's good. I'm, uh, I'm actually excited to talk about this comic. Are you now? Yeah. Well, one of us is. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has nothing <clears throat> to do with the comic. Okay. I've, I've just... Uh, like, literally, in the past two minutes, I started getting a headache. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I, I wonder why. Couldn't possibly, because we just sat down to do a show or anything like <laughs> no. that. So. You're like, oh, you're dreading the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Happy. I mean, it just ended this week, right? Uh, like Or last week or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It must have been last week. Yeah, I think it was last week, yeah. Oh, wait. I'm trying to think. When did I get my comics? Uh, I think I got them two weeks ago. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty new, though. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, not this past Thursday, but the previous Thursday is when I received my comic shipment, and so my copy of Happy Number 4 was in that. Mm. And I guess it had just come out that Wednesday. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah, about two weeks old. Relatively timely for us. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. We've read some timely comics. Yeah, every once in a while. And by that, I mean Marvel comics. Yeah, written by Stan Lee in the 40s series. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. I like reading old stuff. No, I don't. But but it was was cool to, uh, like, I think maybe I was excited because, for one, it's a miniseries. And, like, this is the whole series of the whole thing's done. 
Because right. um, we read so many ongoing series on the show. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I've got so many piles of current books at my right. house that I haven't read because... Uh, like they're just like going and going. I'm like, ah, maybe I'll just sit down one day and read all these in a chunk. It, but like, all four of these were there, and I was like, oh, that is the whole chunk. That's right. all there's gonna be. So, I was excited to to actually make the time to read something new. And uh, it was happy. Yeah. Grant Morrison and Derek Robertson. Because yeah. again, it's not a thing that we ever do on the show is read a miniseries or anything that's new. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> or anything by Grant Morrison. No, I'm not so much talking about the show as my okay, pile of yeah, books yeah, at the house. Because yeah, yeah. it's just getting huge. It's like it's like three and feet tall. That's what she said. <laughs> it's, unless she didn't say it was three feet tall. <laughs> three inches tall. Yeah, if I'm lucky. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. So, is this the best comic about a... Flying blue horse you've ever read? Um, second best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy. Yeah. I, I don't know where to begin with this. Um, well, maybe we'll we can tell people what it's about. I guess. All right. Uh, it's about a guy named Nick Sachs, who uh, he is a, uh, a washed-up former cop who. Uh, uh, currently makes his living as uh, being a cunt. <laughs> uh, possible quote from the very first page of this comic. <laughs> or any page thereafter. Right. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so he gets contracted to kill uh, some dudes. Uh, and then things go wrong, as, as uh, usually happens in stories of these type. Right. Uh, and he, uh, he winds up having a heart attack uh, shortly after he completes the job. Uh, and he's, he's being rushed to a mob hospital. Uh, and uh, they think he has the password to some uh, account with a lot of money in it. Uh, but he killed the only other person who knows the password. Uh... And so the mob is after him to get that password. And uh, and then a flying, tiny, blue <laughs> cartoon horse uh, saves him. And uh, tries to convince him to save uh, a group of children who uh, have been kidnapped by uh, Dirty Santa Claus. Exactly. Yeah. It's a classic Christmas tale. Yeah. And yeah, the, the story takes place on Christmas. Yeah, yeah and, and like the blue horse is the imaginary friend of one of the children who's been kidnapped right um and his name is happy and his name's happy yeah and for some reason nick can also see this horse yes and you know i like to think when i was a kid my imaginary friend was you know just a dude no i mean like i can't remember if i actually had one but i would like to think that they were monogamous with me right there was no other person that could see my imaginary friend i think i'd be a little i felt a little cheated if i found out someone else could also see my imaginary friend I guess so. I I don't think I ever had an imaginary friend because because uh, I just I just because my imagine imagination even wouldn't let me have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have friends in real life or in my head. I don't think I had imaginary friends either. I just played with a lot of toys yeah. and gave them you know like personalities, but I just lived in utter loneliness. Oh, <laughs> oh. we should get you a happy horse. I would love to have you. Yeah. 
but I would probably do to the happy horse what Nick does to the happy horse in this book, which is depress the fuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like this, like, sugary, it's like a super sweet, like something from like a, you know, like a, a girl's kid show, you know, like super right. happy and childlike and, and then like it's paired up with this guy who's like, <laughs> He's just like foul mouthed and hates everything. And <laughs> <laughs> at, at one point, I was like, I was reading this and I was like, these two characters are like the extreme exaggerations of me and you. <laughs> <laughs> Am I your imaginary friend? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, you're not quite as spiteful and hateful as Nick Sex, and I'm not quite as sugary as Happy the Horse. But, exactly, yeah. But I thought it was a pretty good... Uh, but, yeah, this podcast, when people listen to it, it's just me having my side of the conversation. <laughs> no one can hear me. No one can right. hear you. But so, so whenever you told me there was audio problems and no one could hear me, it, was, it wasn't bad at all. It was... You're just not there. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> you, are, you are my imaginary <laughs> this is uh, This is gutter trash. I never Starfield. <laughs> I never had an imaginary friend as a child. I had to wait 30 years for to get one. <laughs> oh, man. Better late than never. Yeah. And good job on your choice, by the well, way. Well, thanks. Top-notch work. <laughs> well, you would say so. <laughs> I find you to be uh, lacking in some areas. <laughs> well, you know, it's... it's it, it's why, not my fault, it's your imagination. Why, why in the world would I ever imagine a vegetarian friend? <laughs> Who would, right? Well, you know, because, like, what if uh, you suddenly find yourself with, like, a free pizza loaded with meat, and I'm over, you're like, oh, it's all for me? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I might ask for, like, a finger full of, like, the ranch dipping sauce or, right. or something, but otherwise, golden. <laughs> You know, you being imaginary totally explains Thursday night. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Yeah, Yeah, we had a strange Thursday night. (laughs) But not as strange as Happy by Grant Morrison and Derek Robertson. (laughs) Ah, yes indeed. Did you ever feel like Grant Morrison is channeling uh, Garth Ennis during this series a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Like, not only did he get... Derek Robertson to draw it. <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I forgot that uh, he did the boys. Oh, yeah. Because uh, in my head, Derek Robertson, to me, is most closely associated with Warren Ellis. Okay. Even though I'm pretty sure at this point now he's done more work with Garth Ennis. What did he do for Warren Ellis? Charles Oh, that was him? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. I've only ever read, I read the first trade of Transmet and it was so long ago. I, I'm sure I didn't know who Derek Robertson was when right. I read it. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah that's what it kind of reminded me of because it was so, like, Oh yeah. It's so foul. Yeah. And just gross characters and <laughs> just the dialogue is so, yeah, yeah, so full of expletives. It's, <laughs> it's like insane. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty fun though. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have my issues with it, but it just goes back to every issue that I have with anything Grant Morrison writes, oh. which is that he's terrible at dialogue. Oh, <laughs> uh, Characters have a conversation, and it's like the two word balloons corresponding to each other like in 
just make no sense in context to each other. Uh, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, there's, I, just, there's a quality to his dialogue that I do right. not enjoy at all. I've never, I've never minded his dialogue. I wouldn't say it's a strong suit by any means, no, but not by any but, means. But but I've I've never found it, yeah, off putting or anything. Uh, I always find it off putting. I often have to read panels multiple times just to try to figure out what the characters are saying to each other. Maybe he's trying to get you to read them multiple times because if you read it three times in a row, it casts a spell or something. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's smarter than you think. What what spell do you think he was trying to cast with this book? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. To buy more of his comics or something? I don't All right. know. Well, I'm going to do that anyway. See, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, let's just go ahead and spoil Batman and Robin number eight right now. I've, I haven't read it. Okay. <laughs> Does Batman finally die? Yes. Okay. R.I.P. Uh, anyway. Because uh, cause that was a thing that happened this week. That's even more timely than happy. Yeah. Uh, happy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, it's a... Uh... <laughs> It's it's weird. Um, it's dark. It's funny. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's only four issues, so there's not like a shitload to to reveal really yeah, without yeah. spoiling the whole thing. But right. Um, and it is so new that uh, you know I don't I don't feel comfortable spoiling you know much of anything that happens in it because uh, I'm sure a trade is coming out shortly. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we've already ordered it. I think we ordered like three copies, so Ooh. so come on in, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe G special ordered a copy. Why didn't he get the single issues? Um, I don't. I think he's more focusing on the trades these days. Like he traded in all of his Daredevil singles for the hardcover, and I think he's uh he's moving into that bookshelf route. Mm, the bookshelf in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> the great bookshelf in the sky. <laughs> Um, man. Yeah, I, I think Derek Robertson should actually just always work with, like, animated kids' cartoons after seeing the way he does this horse. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's like this, like, pudgy little belly and, like, a freckles on his nose and... He is a pretty awesome looking horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a blue, tiny winged horse with a, uh, with a unicorn horn and, uh... Buck teeth. Know, buck teeth and, uh, like a... A furry mane and a furry chest, and he's just cute and, and adorable. He's, and he's like stuffed animal size. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not like a giant. Like this, Nick can't ride around on the horse. No, yeah, you know, he just follows him around. Also, because he's imaginary. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think it is? Why? Why? Because I mean, this for Grant Morrison, um, like it, like it, it feels like a Grant Morrison comic in spots, but like especially the dialogue, which. It just blew me away because I've never seen him write something so filthy. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, do you think it was just like years of working on superhero books? And he's like, oh my I God. Get all this yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe it was a thing where, you know, oh, I'm working with Derek Robertson. I should probably <laughs> write something he's used to. Yeah. He's like, I don't understand the script at all. I don't know where he's from. So uh, just... I think like Arizona. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, he's like, there's there's way too few fucks in this book. I can't even figure out what what panel I'm drawing. <laughs> uh, I mean, the the book does have 
like a lot of things in it that uh, you know I associate with the Derek Robertson comic. Yeah, and it's just like like language aside, but like it's just full of just graphic violence and just filth and and. <laughs> And not just, you know, like, you know, lots of fucks, but like, you know, just, just like, you know. Grimy looking stuff. Grimy. Yeah. yeah. It's very just gross. Like everyone is dirty and just, <laughs> you know. And there is, and like the violence is sometimes pretty funny. Like, like right. in the, like, like that's, I think the thing I love so much about Garth Ennis is as violent as his stuff is, it's always funny too. Right. And, uh, and like there's a scene where, um, Nick Sachs like shoots someone point blank range in the chest and you know, in a crowded spot. Right. And you're like, how is he going to get out of this? But he, he tells them that he, that he's a doctor and, uh, this guy's pacemaker just blew up. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but uh, you kind of have to have a appreciation of a dark oh humor. yeah this is not a comic for everyone no no this is a comic for you and me no, yeah totally. oh yeah yeah uh honestly a little surprised you liked it uh, as, as much as you're saying you really know, you did, yeah uh i didn't think you'd hate it or anything like that but i thought maybe it would be too much for you right yeah. I, well it was a little it was a little much like after i read the first few pages like i was like man i i don't know what's what's right. going on here but I think it's such a perfect, uh, like yin yang with how cute and sugary and sweet the the horse is, and I think right. maybe that's why it's so over the top, just to like give it a, a better dynamic, you know. Right. It's like a buddy cop movie or something, yeah. you know. I do think that. Uh, I mean, uh, let me see. Uh, we got the single issues right here in front of us. Yes, we do. Uh. So yeah, so like in the, the second panel, uh, one of the characters refers to Nick Sachs as a cunt multiple times. <laughs> uh, so I think, like with that, you know, it's not like it's not like Morrison is hiding what type of comic this is going to be. Yeah, like he's letting you know right up. Right. Hand, like, so if you're at the store and you open it up, right? Yeah, yeah it's like you're not gonna get it home. And be like, oh, I don't know, I'm halfway into this, and there's a lot of expletives. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, all over the first page. Um, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was just a really solid, you know, buddy cop movie just between, uh, a man that may or may not be hallucinating and his, uh, imaginary cartoon horse. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, you know, there's a couple signs throughout the book that maybe, uh, he isn't the only one that can see this horse, right. but, but, you know, you don't know for sure. Right. You know. And the horse, uh, there are other clues in it that, uh, you know, make it seem like he's not just having, you know, a, uh, heart attack induced, you know, uh, you know, hallucination. Right. That the horse is actually there. Yeah, because the horse tells him things like, hey, like, this is around this corner. And, right, yeah. and it really is. And, uh, so yeah, it's, I mean, of course, that's a common theme in a lot of Morrison stuff is like, what is real and what isn't. And, right, right. I mean, he loves, he loves that sort of thing, so. There's another thing in it that uh, I don't want to spoil because it does happen, like, near the end. Uh, but there's a scene that, that happens and, uh, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> like, this was a storyline in JLA. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I'll tell you off. Uh, yeah, okay, off without spoiling it. Yeah, because yeah. like you said, this is brand new. Right. Yeah, it is like literally like in the last five or ten pages that that scene happens. Okay. Uh, so you know, basically, right at the the climax. Uh, by that I mean orgasm. <laughs> you were you do orgasm too? Yeah. I see. I did an issue too. You waited until issue four. That's weird. Yeah, I like to hold off. Okay. Yeah. I like to just get it out of the way so I can fall asleep faster. Oh, right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I I got shit to do. I I want to wake up and you know go walk my dog and. <laughs> oh. Uh, 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 I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, um, yeah, the story is really good, and the art's really great. And right. It's dark and funny. And yeah. It, you know, it might have been better to release at Christmas time though, because it is. Well, did the first issue come out in December though? Oh, it probably did. Yeah. So yeah. Or maybe November even. Right. Yeah. But maybe, maybe should have uh, released it so that the last issue came out. Yeah. December, right. Eh. What are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. The comics industry is not a perfect world right. by any means. Nope. Uh, I will say, and, uh, I do this, eh, sometimes when reading a comic, uh, I, I could easily see this being a movie. And, uh. I heard, I heard that it's possible. There's, uh. A, a director in mind. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Although I looked on the IMDb and there's nothing about it on there. Right. But I guess at a comic convention. It was, yeah, yeah. It was announced. Uh, but, you know, when they announce things like super early like this, you know, I mean, especially with a book like this, like, there's always the possibility it'll just fall through right. and never happen. Yeah. But, uh, as of this point, uh, as we speak, uh, there, there is in the works, uh, the beginnings of a happy movie. Uh, directed by the RZA. <laughs> yep. That, that surprised me. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think I read that even before, uh, we watched, uh, Man with the Iron Fists. Okay. So, like, at that point, I was just like, really? <laughs> so you were watching The Man with the Iron Fists with that in the back no, of your mind? No, I had, like, totally forgotten. Oh, uh, okay. When we actually watched that movie. Right. Uh, and it wasn't, uh, until you picked this and I was looking for, uh, art to put for the uh the show okay. uh, icon where uh, like the first thing that popped up was uh happy to be produced and directed by the Rizzo. <laughs> you're yeah. like you're like that's gotta be a different happy you know <laughs> but they had the picture of the blue horse yeah <laughs> yeah that's weird that's weird <laughs> yeah because uh i guess the man with the iron fist was his first movie right yeah and i mean like it's a Kung Fu movie and an homage to Kung Fu and right. you know I would have thought maybe he would have done another Kung Fu related thing and this doesn't have anything like that I mean it's got a uh, lot of gun play oh well, you know you gotta you gotta stretch as a director you can't stay in one genre uh, I want to see those bird people from the the end of uh... <laughs> hey maybe if Happy is a success he'll uh, get the funding to do the sequel to uh, that well, that's true Chase. that's true yeah you know uh, you, you don't want to be you know a Wes Craven and only ever do horror movies, and then the one time you tried to do, like, something else, like, you know, it's just an absolute failure. People paying it, right? Right. Uh, you just don't want to be pigeonholed. You want to be, like, a Steven Soderbergh and just do... Oh, yeah. Just crazy movie choices right up oh, the yeah. top of a hat. So good for RZA. Yeah. I was just trying to think, like... Yeah, like, I can't... I can't 
I don't know if I can really imagine this as a movie, though. I mean, I mean, maybe I guess if the horses, I could see like a Roger Rabbit type situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that might be cool. Well, like it would, like, the, like if this ever became a movie, I think I would be incredibly disappointed if like the if Happy was CG. Yeah, like like that's the thing. It probably would be. It probably it? would be, but like, man, it would just it would be so right. For it to be just traditional 2D animation. <laughs> yeah. Like, like totally. Disney style, Hanna-Barbera style. That would be yeah. perfect. Because, yeah. I mean, that's the way it's drawn. It's very, like, yeah. it looks, I mean, like, even on the ambulance ride where he starts envisioning the horse, I mean, right. there's, there's like, a wide-angle panel of the ambulance going on the street, and, like, the the scene where you're starting to imagine it, you see even the, the, the landscape is starting to look simple and cartoony and, like, right. very much like a, like a 70s cartoon. Well, I think the the thing with it is that, you know, because Derek Robertson, uh, like, I wouldn't ever call him a realistic comic artist, but, like, you know, there's a, a lot of detail in it and, and a lot of uh, grit and dirt and grind to everything he draws. Oh, yeah. And, and just a lot of shadows. Uh, so it's like a... It's like a, a hyper realism, you know. Yeah. But but he still draws very cartoony, right? And so then, but like just because of all that stuff that he normally draws, then when we see Happy and he's so clean <laughs> and uh, you know just uh, simply colored and you know just like there is enough of a juxtaposition that you get you know the, the vibe. Oh yeah. You know between the yeah two that is that is strange. Here. I mean, maybe it's because, yeah, he does kind of just create a, like, his own world with his art. Right. Um, like, even though, like you said, it's not, you, you know, you wouldn't mistake it for a photograph from afar. Exactly. But, yeah. but, but it, yeah, it is, it's realistic in its depth and, like, de- right, right. detail, yeah. Cause, yeah, because, like, the characters, even, you know, like, they, they have cartoony, exaggerated faces and oh, features, yeah. and, but, you know, they're drawn in such a, like a heavy noirish style that you know, like there's no mistaking it for you know, like you couldn't see a conversation between Nick Sachs and Happy and not get that those two things shouldn't exist. Together. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That is that's impressive on yeah. his part. Yeah. Good for you, Mister Robertson. Hell yeah, Derek Robertson is great. I've I've loved his work for a very long time uh, since the aforementioned Transmetropolitan. I see. I'm not too I think familiar. I've seen his work before then too. I'm not too familiar. I, I read. I know he did a Conan one shot that he wrote and drew, yeah, yeah. and I thought that was really good. Um, but yeah, I've never like I only read the very first issue of the boys, and I just I was like, eh, I've got enough to read right now, and it, right. it didn't really rope me in. Um, I liked uh, the boys. I have like the first five or six trade paperbacks of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I read all of Transmet, and uh, I think he did two, maybe. At least one, uh, uh, Nick Fury miniseries with, uh, oh, yeah. Know? Okay. And, uh, then like a handful of Punisher issues here and there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I can see him doing Punisher. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was a pretty amusing, uh, two part story that he drew, uh, during the, the Garth Ennis run on the Punisher with, uh, or Wolverine guest starred. And, uh, you know, you can just clearly <laughs> tell that, uh, than his hates Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for him. I mean, I love Wolverine, but like yeah. mostly in a nostalgic way, but it's like, I, as a comic retailer, I'm just so sick of seeing him, you know? Right. Uh, well, I think I just, just I recently bitch about 
multiple Wolverine books that are now in existence. Ah, maybe, but uh, I, I don't know. Remember. There are a lot of them. Uh, I know there's two ongoings for sure, plus whatever else. The Frank Cho and then all, all this. The Frank Cho and then the uh, the Alan Davis one that's coming out soon. Uh, then there's Wolverine Max. Yeah. And then... Uh, Wolverine and the X-Men. Wolverine and the X-Men. Uh, Wolverine in the X-Men. Wolverine and uh, the Avengers. Wolverine and Uncanny Avengers. Hey, isn't that uh, weird? Like, like, I mean, like, I understand that he came along at the right time and people latched onto him and he was a popular character. But it, it's weird to me that... Like, he's still Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is strange. Because he's not... I mean, you know, I mean, you got your classics like Batman and Spider-Man that have been around forever, but it's like, right. I mean, I guess Wolverine has, is only maybe 10 or 15 years newer than Spider-Man, really, but right. but at the same time, I don't know. What, what was Hulk 181, like 70, 76? That's not, yeah. 74, even? Probably early 70s, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I could, I could never remember. When did Giant Size X-Men number one come out? Oh, man. 92? 1992. <laughs> <laughs> That was the one that was bagged with a card, right? Right. Yeah. I, I had the Thunderbird card. I wish I would have got that Nightcrawler. Uh, well, you should have just bought all six copies like I did. <laughs> oh, man. You're smart. Man. Yeah, I wanted the Nightcrawler card because it was a scratch and stuff, and it smelled like uh, sulfur. Brimstone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of Nightcrawler, Derek Robinson drew the Nightcrawler series for a while. Did he really? Yeah, the ongoing that existed... Like at a, some point in time. Oh, like the one in the 90s? 2000s. Okay. Huh. Okay. I thought it wasn't popular in the 90s. <laughs> oh, no. He was just part of Excalibur. Yeah. He cared about that. <laughs> yeah, I never... I read the Nightcrawler miniseries from the 80s. Yeah. Where he's like on the pirate ship and there's cartoons. And, yeah, yeah. But I never read the newer one. I never did either. Hmm. Hmm. You know a lot about it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I know that Derek Robinson drew it. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) But yeah, no, I don't know. It just surprised me that Wolverine is still sustaining that many titles. Right. Because it seems like Deadpool took over for For a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It seems like maybe they're trying to scale back Deadpool. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Aren't they doing a Deadpool film? Like, is that in the works? It's been in the works since... The Wolverine movie came out. Yeah. It's probably never going to happen. There's a Deadpool game coming out, though. Ooh, a uh, card game? Uh, a CCG? Uh, no. <laughs> a CGI uh, uh, video game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, for me, I, like, I don't get why Wolverine is still popular. Because to me, like, you know, when I was a kid and, like, I got into it and I latched onto that, you know, like, everything that made Wolverine awesome has just been stripped away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, because he was so mysterious and, like, cool and badass, but right. they've, like, given so many, like, soap opera-ish things about his past that's like, oh, he's a shitty character now. Right, yeah. It's like uh, Marvel is coming out with, uh, we're super off topic, but when are we not? <laughs> yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. We're done with that. I think we, we've established it. There's not too much we can say about Happy right. Event. yeah. It's, it's short really and sweet. good and short. It's awesome. Uh, it's not going to be for everybody. No. Uh, but I guess if you're listening to this, it might be for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chances are. Yeah. Even if you're a Brian John Mitchell. Yeah. Which, again, do not let your mother find out you read this comic. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, so Marvel is putting out a, a 
collected edition of uh, like the best of Wolverine stories okay. called the Adamantium edition. Ooh. And uh, it's supposed to be like it's like 15 inches tall. Uh, hmm. And it's like going to come in a slip case and it weighs like, you know, like 20 some pounds or something like that. Does it actually have an Adamantium cover? Uh, it may. Wow. <laughs> they invented Adamantium. <laughs> And uh, poured it on the cover. Uh, so, like, you know, like, they listed, like, you know, some of the things that are going to be collected in this. And it's, like, the original, you know, Claremont Miller uh, uh, Wolverine yeah. series. Uh, then, like, you know, Wolverine Origins. And then just smattering of, you know, Wolverine stories throughout, you know, the 40-some years that he's been a maybe, character. Maybe his first appearance, probably. Possibly, yeah. Uh... And so, like, you know, like, I saw the ad for that online and then, like, the response to it from, like, you know, you know idiots on the internet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people are debating, like, you know, what is, you know, like, some of the books that they list are, like, maybe not the greatest Wolverine stories <laughs> that should be in there, you <laughs> right, know. Right. And it's like, well, what do you constitute as a great Wolverine story? And so I actually responded by saying that, uh, well, why don't they just print uh, that one story about that enemy from his past that uh, he never knew before because <laughs> it was all a lie. <laughs> yeah, that would make it twice as thick, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, Wolverine. And, uh, my, my friend and I, when we used to work together, we used to have a, a joke that we were going to pitch a Wolverine comic to Marvel. And be uh, the, the entire tagline for the whole thing would be, uh, Wolverine meets someone new. <laughs> he has to eventually, right? Yeah, right, yeah. 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 They can't all just be from his past that he can't remember. Everybody's like, oh, it's you again. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be an Elseworlds Marvel tale. Right. Yeah. Strange tale. Wolverine meets a villain that uh, he pisses off today, <laughs> not uh, 30 years ago, <laughs> that he does not remember about. Even though I think he remembers everything about his past now. Which, Does he? Oh, let's see. That's uninteresting, too. Picks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They've ruined him. Oh, he's the Justin Bieber of Marvel characters. But already. He's overexposed. All right. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Nope. Nope. I could just stop ordering all Wolverine appearances. Yeah, you could. In Mavericks. Yeah. I, uh, I'm doing my part is just, uh, not reading anything with Wolverine excessively in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do read some X-Men books and, and he is in those, but, you know. You can't avoid it. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't think you can read any Marvel comic and <laughs> completely avoid Wolverine. Has he made a cameo in Hawkeye yet? Uh, uh yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Of course. <laughs> okay, well then, then you win. <laughs> I, I mean, I had to think about it for for five seconds, but then yes, I remember yeah. uh, he showed up in a, in a couple panels and one in here. That's all he needs, though. Yeah. Get him, just get him out of there, move him along. Exactly, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he wasn't the focus of anything. He That's was good. Just there. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I loved. He was my favorite character when I was a kid. Uh, I had the toy, I had the comics. Uh, you know, I watched him on the cartoon of. Spider-Man and his amazing friends, and, uh, yeah, I loved him, but, man, yeah, he's just so overused, and just, yeah. they've, like you said, they've sucked the life out of the character. Right. Yeah, and, uh, now that I'm thinking of it, since, uh, 
you know, trying to desperately steer back onto some sort of topic, uh, you know, <laughs> before we round out this uh, segment. But uh, during Grant Morrison's run on the X-Men, like, I can't remember him using Wolverine a ton. Like, like he used him, obviously, and he yeah, was yeah. part of the team, but he was never, like, 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 I can't really remember too many issues that focused solely on Wolverine. Yeah. Or where he was, like, you know, the big character in any particular story or storyline or issue. And uh, I thought that was nice. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he seemed to focus more on Gene and Scott. Like right. Those are two big ones, I guess. Or at least Scott. Maybe. Yeah, and Beast. Yeah, you know, yeah. And yeah. Some of the newer characters he created. Hmm. Zorn. Zorn, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I love the Zorn. He was Magneto. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> what if, if Wolverine had an imaginary friend, what would it be like? <laughs> It'd look a lot like Pity Pride. <laughs> Naked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. All right. <laughs> hmm. Um, man, I, I, uh, yeah, all I could say is I recommend it. Yeah. I mean, they could. Naked Kitty Bride. I mean, right. do it up. People with Photoshop, make it happen. <laughs> no, no, I was I was referring to the comic Happy. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I recommend it. It's, uh, it was good. I, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it would it would make a good uh, like if they do make a movie. I hope it does come out at Christmas because it'd be like a fun thing for people to see who are kind of sick of Christmas movies. But right. but it also sort of I mean it's got a positive message to it. You know? Sort of. I mean. It, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, because, you know, Nick Sachs is eventually sort of ripped into that whole, you know, do good kind of thing. Right. Where, right. Like the It's a Wonderful Life style thing. Yeah. With, but, um, but yeah, not, not a real traditional Christmas movie not by at all. <laughs> Which, yeah, probably makes it for the best. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Awesome. All right, let's take a break. Sweet. Follow me, follow, see what you see I'll take you somewhere you've never been High on a mountain, deep down in the sea To faraway lands you can travel with me I'm Pegasus the Flying Horse I'm Pegasus the Flying Horse Ride on my bike and hold on to my wings I'll take you by night to what's only been dreams Time has no value where we're going to People are happy, they're there, never blue I'm Pegasus the Flying Horse I'm Pegasus the Flying Horse this can only happen to you if you keep our secret Don't tell anyone about our magic horse You can go where you want, I can take you anywhere Cause I'm Pegasus the Flying Horse I'm Pegasus the Flying Horse Pegasus the flying horse. I'm Pegasus the flying horse. 
what you see I'll take you somewhere that you've never been High on a mountain deep down in the sea Far away land you can travel with me I'm Pegasus the flying horse I'm Pegasus the flying horse I'm Pegasus the flying horse Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. <laughs> oh, so off-putting. <laughs> That's his impression of Happy the Horse. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, pretty good. good. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. What? What's wrong? Oh, nothing's What's wrong, Bunky? No, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Just you know, just the it's just the swirl of blood this week. Like I don't know. Just, Get it out. <laughs> um, nothing special. Just every day that I work at Mavericks, I'm like, why am I still here? <laughs> For when I randomly come and visit, that's why. <laughs> that's a good. That's good enough. Yeah. Cheer you up. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I usually only come in to visit when I uh, just uh, something horrible has happened. Oh, oh, <laughs> no! Yeah, everything's okay. How about you? Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> We're wounded animals over here. <laughs> oh, let's tell them the hockey story. Okay, we, we went to a hockey game. We tried. <laughs> oh, we we went. Well, that's true. We did go. Yeah. We we went to uh, uh, an arena with an ice rink, and we had tickets to a hockey game. Yes, we did at that very arena at that very moment. <laughs> oh man, that was that was a weird weird night. Yeah. Still not entirely sure what exactly happened, yeah. or what was happening in front of us <laughs> as it was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah. So you've uh, I think you talked about a little bit. You know, uh, previous episodes that uh, you've been getting free tickets to our local uh, hockey team, uh, the Dayton Demons. Yeah, with a Z. With a Z. Uh, so you've gone to uh, more than a few games this past month. Yeah, maybe like four. Yeah. yeah. And uh, never invited me, and I was very upset about it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you would want to go. I want to go. I Well, I know that now. <laughs> so thanks for inviting me to the non-existent <laughs> thing we went to. <laughs> Yeah, we had tickets to uh, last Thursday's game, uh, and we drove out to Hare Arena out in Trotwood, Ohio. Which is a trek. Eh, it's yeah, a good 20, 20, 30 minutes, probably. Yeah, I'd say about 30 minutes, yeah. maybe a little more. Uh, my, my coworker used to live out in that direction, and uh, uh, honestly, it was like the most stressful part of my day was uh, dropping him off and driving back home. <laughs> Uh, just because, you know, by the, by the time I would get home, it'd be almost six o'clock. Right. And I'd just be like, fuck, why am I still driving? You know. Because you've been driving since six in the morning. Right. You know, on and off. You know? Right. Uh, so it's, and, and plus it's out in the middle of, of, uh, not the greatest part of Dayton. It's a little scary. Yeah. The murder, uh, the murder rate is a little higher there than, than the, the our theater. section. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so there were multiple factors, and then I always hated driving out there. But I hadn't been out there in a couple of years, 
the last time I actually was out there was uh, to go to the Best Buy. Uh, that was actually near where, where we wound up. Uh, the now defunct Best Buy. Yeah, the, the Best Buy is no longer there. But uh, they were the only place in uh, in Dayton that uh, was selling a specific edition of uh, uh, the Night of the Living Dead DVD. Uh, it's the, the only one that is actually... It's the only one that, if you buy, actually benefits George Romero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's a good one to have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I was buying it for a gift for someone, and that's the, the only place I could find it. Uh, so then that was, like, yeah, two years ago, something like that. Uh, so I hadn't been out there in a while, but, yeah, it's it, it's a drive. Yeah, it's, it's a... It's not not a... Not a great area of the town. It, no. It's weird though. It, it's almost like uh, this weird uh, like time warp over there. It like looks like the the eighties or maybe even the seventies over there. I'd say there's a significant portion of it that looks like the seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like nothing has changed. Like storefronts, like even like Sears, like like big big place. Not I'm not talking about like Carl's, like right, yeah. you know, uh, corner store. I'm, I mean, like these are like actual. Like big right, stores, yeah. and they they look like they did in the seventies there. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the the uh, uh, I know this is fascinating for any of our listeners not from Dayton, <laughs> but uh, that is where the the Salem Mall used to be, uh, which is uh, uh, for decades has just been languishing, and like they they slowly started just closing off portions of the mall uh, yeah. until they just destroyed. The mall. Yeah. It, it, the only thing left is that Sears. It's basically like someone with a terrible disease that they keep chopping little pieces off, yeah. and now all that's left is a Sears, <laughs> which I guess would be the trunk of the body. Uh, maybe, yeah. or like it's it's the... The severed head. The severed head that they've uh, frozen, <laughs> uh, hoping uh, hoping to revive once they find a cure for poverty. Well, that's not happening. <laughs> the, the, that Salem Mall is where I went to get my ear pierced when I was like 12 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I see it took. <laughs> no, I was in, I was in the chair, like sitting there, like uh, not, and you started crying. No, I mean, well, not not the chair to get it done, but like the waiting chair. Okay. And the little girl in front of me was getting hers done, and they like clicked this horrible sounding machine, and you know, like stabbed her through the head, and right. blood was shooting out, and she was screaming, and I was just like, okay, no. <laughs> so, so we just got up and I left. I went there with my cousin and my mom, and I was like, yeah, I'll just wait and get a bunch of tattoos that I'll regret later. <laughs> and I did. Those are less permanent than uh, yours. Yeah. Well, you know, probably pro- probably less painful. I mean, from that sound, at least. Uh, that is not something that I've ever thought about doing. Getting piercings? No, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact... Uh, well, you got your sack pierced. Well... That was against my will. That was the initiation into your yeah, fraternity. Yeah. Uh, they just sort of strapped me down. Or at least they iced it up first. Oh, that's kind of, right, yeah. yeah. You must have been a, a second year then. They don't yeah, do that for yeah. the freshmen. Uh, but no, yeah. Uh, like, uh, like my girlfriend and I once, she wanted to get an extra piercing in her ear once. So we went to the mall and uh, we were like in the store where they do it and like I can't even remember what store it was or anything like that. And I was just bored and wandering around, and uh, I was like, I really had to go to the bathroom. So, uh, like, I just left her there, and I went to, like, Elder Beerman to use their, their bathroom. <laughs> I'm sure she was okay. No, she was fine. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, by the time I got back up there, uh, she she had an extra hole in her ear, and uh, everybody was happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she already had like three or four piercings per ear anyway. So wow. Yeah. I mean, she she'd uh, done it before, so you know, man, she knew what she was doing. Like. Like I, I can see getting one or maybe even two. It's like why? Why do you keep going? You know? Right. Yeah. Like well, you, just, I don't know. And like she, I think she only even wears one set of earrings. Yeah. Huh. So it's like you know why? Why does she have all those extra holes in her ears? Because uh, I think she would wear multiple earrings for a while, but then like you know she just started just going back down to just the one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Welcome back to ear talk. <laughs> <laughs> We're hey, you're the pussy that uh, couldn't get his hey, ears. Hey, that's true. I'm glad I didn't either. <laughs> you know, Doogie used to have both of his ears pierced. Yeah, he I he told that. me I it surprised me because I I never knew that. I mean, it must have been when he was young because I've I've known him since we were like in our twenty early twenties and right. I never saw it. So, but, so anyway, oh, yeah, so we were out in the ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> where uh, one we're, gets the ear piercings and right, crack rocks. And uh, where where the uh, only existing uh, White Castle in Dayton is. It's true. Yeah. Right next to the bus station. <laughs> For your convenience, <laughs> travelers. <laughs> Coming or going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mostly be going if you eat at White Castle. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Sliders. Zing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we went to the, the Hair Arena, which is out in that area. Uh, which, uh, I hadn't been to in over a decade. Yeah. Uh, you've been to, uh, at least six times in the past month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, so that was, well, I will say that the only other times that I've been there have been for concerts, uh, or for a, uh, like, uh, they, they do like these occasional, like, Sales like 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 Bill Goodman's got a knife show and all that something like that, but but like for vendors of all kinds, so like, right. you know just anything that like the giant flea market. Oh, kind okay, of thing. right. Excuse me. There we go. Oh, quick uh, ta- quick tangent. You what's the what's the best three concerts you saw at Hair Arena? Because we've saw a lot of like that was like the big place when we were growing up oh, to yeah. see shows. Uh, well, I only ever saw two concerts at the Hair oh, Arena. T- we'll do top two then. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh it was uh i saw nine inch nails there with uh the jim rose circus and Lead itself wow and then i also saw um uh, uh white zombie with the ramones nice yeah. nice um i would say i would say one of my big two there was probably Ah, probably the Nine Inch Nails show as well. Like right. I, was, I was, me and Eric were both at the same show, even though we didn't even know each other back then. Not really here, but yeah, uh, I don't think I would even shop at Mavericks at the time, right? Because you worked there. <laughs> I did, <laughs> I did. Uh, I worked there. I remember when they were building the arena. I was just starting Mavericks. <laughs> the Beatles were playing there, um, and but no, the best show I ever saw there, which is one of the best shows I've ever seen, I saw Sepultura play live. And uh they opened for Pantera and an opening the whole show was uh Biohazard. Okay. And uh I can I can still remember like I was not a Biohazard fan at all. Right. But my buddy that I went with fucking loved Biohazard and uh and they were doing this thing that I mean, they were just like unannounced, you know, it wasn't like we had backstage passes or anything. They just were sitting at this little table and you could walk up to them. It was at the end of the hall, like 
kind of when we were exploring. It was like at the end of that hall where like the vending machines were probably. Yeah. And just a couple of dudes from Biohazard were just sitting at a table, and you could walk up to them and, you know, say hi and handshake and sign right, right. autographs and whatever. And he had him sign like his ticket stub, and I can still remember what he said to the guy, because um, you know usually whenever you meet somebody famous, like kind of disappointed. Well, yeah, well, no, I mean, I wasn't even going to say that, but yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah. But I mean, usually, like, if you're going to say something to them, I mean, you're going like, I, I, I like the stuff you do, right. you I'm, know. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And my buddy by, was by no means like some sort of smart. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but, but it, I thought it was really heartfelt. He, he walked up to the guy and the guy shook his hands like, thanks for coming out to the show. And my friend goes, he's like, I hope you guys are around for a really long time. And that's what he said to him. Well, and I was like, that's a really good thing to say. Because, yeah. like, you're, like, encouraging them, but you're also saying, you know, like, obviously you like them without just saying, I like you. Right, yeah. And I was like, man, I was impressed. That is impressive. Yeah. You know, I, I bet, like, I bet, like, a, not a lot of bands or performers get that. Right, yeah. You know? Of course, maybe at the same time, like, maybe they take it badly. <laughs> like, 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 oh, you don't think I'm going to be around for a long time? Right, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, you know, just just coming at, at that from like an artist perspective, like I think if somebody said that to me, it's like, oh, I hope you keep drawing. Yeah. You know, to be like, <laughs> why wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> what do you fucking say? Wait, what do you know? What do you know? Tell me. You think I'm gonna fucking fail? <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Even though I predict failure on myself every day. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was really nice. No, no yeah, that, that's uh, an impressive thing to say. You know? Yeah. Uh, and plus, we were both like 18, so it's not like, right. you know, he's like this real thoughtful man or right, anything, yeah, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I was like, oh, that was really cool. That's awesome. I was like, that, next time try saying that to somebody that's not a shitty band, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, you know, I don't think I've ever been impressed by an opening band for any concert I've ever been to. Really? Yeah. Really? Because uh, I absolutely hated Pop Will Eat Itself at the Niners. Oh, show. that was that's one of the worst opening bands yeah. I've ever seen. And uh, and I uh, the the opening band for the the White Zombie Ramon show was the uh, the Super Suckers, oh, and yeah. they lived up to their name. Oh, you didn't like the Super Suckers? I hated them. I I liked hated the Super Suckers. I thought they were fun. Uh, I think they didn't they have a comic or a song about Thor or something. I don't know. I don't know. Could give a shit. <laughs> I liked them. The only thing that I've heard by them that I found even uh, to be good was uh, they did a cover of uh, Breaking the Law. Oh, okay. Which yeah. I may like it just because I like the original. It's, yeah, it's hard to fuck up Breaking the Law. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, the, they did it in like a country western version. So Yeah, they had like a like a hardcore rockabilly kind of thing yeah, going on. Yeah. Like a weird mix. And like maybe it's like one of those things where like now I could listen to them and say like, oh okay, but like, you know sixteen, seventeen year old me or whatever, you know, uh wanting to see White Zombie and the Ramones, you know, it's like who the fuck is this shitty cowboy band? <laughs> <laughs> These guys lift weights and wear cowboy hats, I'm right. out. Yeah. <laughs> the only person who should be wearing a cowboy hat at this show is Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. No. Hair. That was our hair tangent. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the hair is like you know, it's it's this big arena. It's been around forever. Oh yeah, like the Beatles played there. Yeah, yeah. Nirvana played there. And uh, so, like, the only time I've ever been there is when it's packed with people. Mm -hmm. And so we walk in, and uh, there's like maybe <laughs> 20 cars in the parking lot, and we walk in, and there's just an old lady sitting on a chair. Right. And like. 
I don't know. I thought she was taking tickets. Yeah, or that, that's where the ticket taker always is. Is right. right where she's at. Yeah, she was like stole the ticket taker's chair. Right. But she was just sitting there and clearly not interested. Just, she was like looking at her watch or something. Yeah. So we just kind of walked in and uh, like just <laughs> the, the desolation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, like like and you you hadn't eaten, so you wanted like uh, something from the snack bar. Oh, I was looking forward to that soft pretzel. Yeah, we we go there. They're closed. There's no beer vendor. Uh, that was disappointing as yeah. well. <laughs> I will say that the festivities that did occur probably would have been better with a beer. <laughs> uh, so you, you you took us to to our our, our seats, and uh, there's. Like five people in the stadium. I'd say, yeah, may I have five or ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Zamboni guys going though. Yeah, yeah. see, so yeah. preparing. That's the a ice. good sign, right? Uh, and then, like you know, he finishes, and then a couple of kids uh, skate out, and they they uh, put out the uh, the goalie nets. Right, right. And, you know, and then uh, uh, and then like fifteen, <laughs> twenty people just sort of. Skate out onto the ice, and they're all wearing different types of jerseys. Unmatching, yeah. And there's, like, a 35-year-old dude and a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> all right. And everything in between. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then they start just playing hockey. Sort of. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like not with much intensity or no, yeah, even interest. No, yeah, just uh, just willy nilly hockey, kind of, kind of pushing the puck around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's a ref. He's like a twelve year old kid wearing a camouflage jacket. Oh, oh, and uh, and there was like a group of people that walked up to us before we found our seats, and they were like. <laughs> It was, it was like three African Americans and, uh, which, you know, and like, I'm not going to stereotype, but you just, you just like hardly ever see anything other than white people at a hockey game. Right. You know, I mean, that's just, that's what you see. I mean, yeah, like, like I like hockey and, and, uh, you know, I've been to one or two games when, uh, the, I think three generations ago of, uh, hockey teams have been here in Dayton. Right. Uh, the, the Bombers, uh, they used to play at the, the Nutter Center in Fairborn. Uh, and, but yeah, so like, you know, the, the, the typical hockey fan, you know, I just always think of as just sort of the same guy that would also watch NASCAR and, right. you know, just, just a beer drinking hillbilly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, and like, and that's, yeah, I mean, it's just, you heard, it'd be like seeing a, a black guy at a, at a black metal show. Right. You know, I mean, it's just, you mean living color. <laughs> and, yeah. Living color. <laughs> <laughs> body count. No, no. I mean, yeah. It's just you don't. You know, when you see a black guy at a at a metal show or a hockey game or a NASCAR, you're like, huh, interesting. I mean, you know, and that's, that's the extent of my, you know, yeah, comments. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like when uh, you brought over that uh, live uh, Cavalier conspiracy uh, DVD. Yeah, and, and we were like, the, hey, let's find the black person in the audience. Yeah, and there, there is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's like spotting a rare bird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so that happened. Well, but then the funny thing they said was, you know, I was like, oh, well, that's cool. They're into hockey, you right. know, you know, and, uh, and they're like, hey, where's the ice rink? Right. And, uh, and like, I seriously, like, for like a few seconds, 
my brain was like, well, there's no way that they're asking where is the, the ice rink. They're asking, like, maybe there's a side ice rink where you, you know, you can skate around or maybe right. there's like, there's something else called the ice rink. Maybe that's, maybe that's like what they call the snack bar, the <laughs> ice rink, you know, because we're walking down this main hallway and every like 10 feet, there's a, a visual, a visible portal through the, the into wall the into the stadium where you see this giant sheet of ice yeah. and people skating around on it. And I was like, they can't possibly be asking. And I, but then those became obvious that that's exactly yeah. what they were looking for. And, uh, I didn't answer because. This is the first time I've been to the Hair Arena in, you know, 12 years and I uh, hadn't been to any of the hockey games and you'd been there days prior. Yeah, right. And so I was leaving it to you. You're the expert. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, through any of these doorways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, am I telling them the right thing? Like, are they going to be disappointed? Are they going to come back out and be like, that's not what we're talking about. Right. And, uh, but no, yeah, we walked in and they were, they, they were, were getting their yeah. seats. And I was yeah. like, that's so weird. Like it's a giant, Oval-shaped building, and clearly it would be in the center. Yeah, and they do have additional areas to the Hair Arena, though, like like uh, other stadiums of sort. Right. Because uh, you know, even when we were like at one point, we were just started walking around. I could see through like a room to where there was like a girls' soccer game going on. Right. Uh, yeah, they've got two like side. Yeah. Like yeah. the ball arena, they called one of them, and right, something right. else. Uh. So, yeah, so so we're sitting there, and then there's like a, there was like a mom and her two kids sitting in front of us, and there was like a dude and his little brother sitting behind us, <laughs> and then like as soon as this weird impromptu ragtag team right started playing, like all five of them just got up at the exact same time. <laughs> They're like, "We're out of here." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the black people stayed for a while because they were sitting on the other side from us. Yeah, uh, but but. They also didn't last very long either. Like right. They eventually got up and left too. Uh, so it was down to like four people in the stadium. Yeah. Us and... Like the friends of somebody like on the maybe, ice. Maybe. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, they ne- there's no like announcement. Like they never said like, you know, sorry, there's no game tonight. Or- right. Yeah. Nobody was checking tickets. And I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the place was shut down. But it was wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a weird uh, coupling. Right. So, yeah, so we just started walking around, and I started, like, walking into rooms where I wasn't supposed to. Because <laughs> uh, what else is there you going to do? Yeah. You know, who's going to yeah. stop me? <laughs> you weren't. No, no. I wouldn't have even tried. <laughs> I just would walk away if I saw, you know, someone of authority approaching. Like, I, there was a gentleman walked in there. I saw him. And there was also clearly no one in authority there. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Zamboni driver was the guy with he was the most authority. He was the place. highest up, yeah. <laughs> I mean, physically and, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, like, he was sitting pretty high on that Zamboni. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we walked around for a while, and then we went back to our seats. And I mean, hell, we weren't even really in our seats, because uh, we could sit anywhere we wanted. Oh, yeah, we had the whole stadium. Uh, but, like, while we had been walking out, like, like other random people had just sort of shown up. Yeah, people, some hockey players even, like with their gear. Yeah, we saw a bunch of people walking in with gear. Uh, and like the timer, like on the, the big clock started at, at one point. And we were just like, well, let's stick around until the timer ends and see what happens. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes countdown. Yeah. We're like, oh, maybe. Because I, I went to one game like a month ago and uh, it was delayed by an hour because right. the team, the other opposing team, 
got lost or something. Or, right. But so I was like, oh, maybe, maybe they're just starting well, way late. You did know. they make an announcement though when they did that? No, no, we we were just walking around and like overheard an employee. But I mean, it was so much more crowded. Right. Like, it was like and there the was snack like, bar was open. The and snack bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, all that was going on. But then this was like when we, me and you went. It was the first time I'd ever been on a weeknight. Right. Like everything else was a Sunday, and I was like, oh, maybe they don't have the snack bar open. Maybe there's no charge for parking on the weekdays. Like that's weird, but right. it's a possible thing. Right. Yeah. It was just confusing though. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was so strange. Um, but you know, I mean, I mean, it was disappointing that there wasn't an actual game, you know, because because I was looking forward to it. Yeah. I was excited. Um, but you know, I mean, you know, we just saw a bunch of people having fun yeah. playing hockey. Yeah, and, I mean, it was it wasn't bad. Like like I had a good time, despite you know I had an all right time. <laughs> I mean, like I wasn't like you know like pissed I mean, off or anything, but right, yeah. I, I was disappointed because. Um, that that was the last night that I would have been able to go for the right. season because they only had uh, this weekend was the last games of the season and I had to work the days the shifts that they had the games. Right. Um, so that that was like my last chance to see a game. I was like, oh, I was really. But you know, excited. Four other games. Yeah. I'd been, yeah. 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 <laughs> I could go to one every week though. I mean, they're fun. Yeah. I'm glad we tried. Maybe, maybe next year they they did yeah. say they're gonna be there because I know it was like kind of up in the air because I mean it's it's just I mean it's Dayton and it's hockey and it's not huge here. Right. But I talked to the guy that gave me the tickets. He works at Heron. He said they are go for next year. Right. So did you ask him what the hell happened on Thursday? And I mentioned to him I was like, so I was like, there's no game on Thursday because he came in Friday at Mavericks, and he was like, oh yeah, like he looked at me like like. Yeah, duh. And I, and I was like, yeah, because I went out there, me and one of my buddies, and, you know, we went in, but there's no game. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, they, yeah, they didn't play that night. They're playing Friday and Saturday. And I was like, oh, good to know. Yeah, because our tickets so Thursday, clearly I, said Thursday at right. 730. Yeah. And, like, I even had checked their Facebook page earlier in the day to make sure it wasn't running late because right. that happened the one time. And I was like, oh, yeah, they don't, they didn't say, it didn't mention the game at all. That's a good sign. <laughs> it didn't say anything about it being late, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I still had a, a good time. It's yeah. like nothing that I would tell my grandkids. Instead, I'm going to tell the internet for eternity. <laughs> and we, we had, we left and instead of eating soft pretzels, we had some pretty decent Mexican food. So yeah, we could say that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I had a, I had an experience there. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I discovered my, my tolerance for, uh, heat level in peppers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a cap to it, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Uh, apparently once you, uh, hit that cap, then I just can't eat anything after that at all. <laughs> Even after, uh, you, you drink like the largest glass of milk I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> It was uh, like a like a thirty two ounce tumbler of milk. That's pretty. That's a lot of milk. Yeah, that was an entire day of work for that cow. Yeah, yeah, that was like a quart of milk that yeah. I had. Uh, you know, just to to cut down on the uh, the pepper burn in my mouth, uh, and it worked. Uh, but like, you know, even though I was still starving, I just physically could not eat anything after that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, so like most of my meal went uneaten. Yeah, because you got you got a meal and then you asked for a side of these roasted serrano peppers, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, and like they were spicy, but you got the uh, core of one, I believe. Yeah, which uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Um, I took him home and gave him to Doogie, and oh yeah, Doogie is a safe. He, re- oh, okay. he, re- he returned today. He kind of <laughs> went AWOL for two days, but uh, I gave him the peppers, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, thanks for the peppers, pretty good." But I looked, and he only ate like half of one pepper. So, so even the mighty Doogie couldn't just toss those guys <laughs> down. Well, he also downed an entire gallon of illegal milk. As, uh, as <laughs> yeah, <had>. probably yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, like, like I said, it was disappointing, but, uh, but ultimately, you know, I mean, I got out of the house and, and I uh, saw somebody play hockey. Right. Yeah. Just not the team we thought we were playing. Right. Or a team and. Or a team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was still fun. It yeah. was just, uh, I was just pretty excited about it. So a little bummed. Yeah. What, what are you going to do? We, we got the tickets free, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. Too. Uh, yeah. Can't really complain. Yep. Yep. Uh, no. Yeah, so, uh, anything else going on? Uh, not really. Just sure. working. I'm the working man. Oh, they call you the working man? They do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, it's, uh, it feels like it's been a while since we recorded a show, so I don't remember. Yeah, it has been, because we, uh, we recorded early last time. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, my my rockumentary addiction has uh, oh, yeah. been made aware on the show or not yet. Uh, actually, uh, I haven't watched one in a few days, but uh, uh, for a while there, I watched like like six or seven rockumentaries. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we watched one together. We yeah, watched the Tom yeah. Petty one, uh, which which was good. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, what are those called, by the way? Uh, there, it was a show. Uh, called uh, Classic Albums. Okay. Where they basically, like, pick a band and, like, you know, one album of theirs that was, like, you know, a huge album for them or whatever, or at least influential. And, right. Uh, you know, uh, they, they just go through and talk about, like, the recording process and how they wrote the songs and, you know, stuff hmm. like that. And, what channel is that? Uh, I believe it aired on VH1. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it seemed a little more, like... I don't know, thoughtful and interesting than you would think of VH1 having. It's because you're thinking of the behind the musics. Yeah. Which are not. Right. Yeah. Those are all about the, the, the rise and falls of bands. The drama. Yeah. 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 And this is all just about, uh, this is for music nerds. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. If, if, uh, it's like the DVD commentary. Right. Yeah. For, for yeah. the, for the CD. Yeah. And yeah. They're like super interesting. I've watched like uh, seven of those. Uh, watched uh, the one on uh, Black Sabbath Paranoid, uh, the, the Tom Petty one. I can't remember the name of the album. Uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, Damn the Torpedoes. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I yeah. uh, watched uh, Motorhead, Ace of Spades. Uh, the Rush one that I watched actually had uh, two albums that they, they talked about. It was uh, 2112 and Moving Pictures. Uh, Did you watch the two life crew as nasty as they uh, want to be? Yeah, I have not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, You're building up. I, yeah, I understand. Uh, what else? Uh, Deep Purple, Machine Head. Yeah, that yeah. one was really good. You say Nevermind was on there? Uh, Nevermind is on there. I haven't watched it yet. Mm. Uh, there's one about uh, Nevermind the Bullocks. Uh, one about the Black Album from Metallica. Oh, wow. uh, 
And uh, the other one I've watched was uh, the uh, Cream uh, uh, Israeli Gears album, which uh, I, I didn't care for. Uh, just because, as it turns out, I don't like cream. Yeah. <laughs> not even in your coffee. Not even in my coffee. I really don't. <laughs> well, no, we wouldn't joke about that. No. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> then I watched uh, I watched one, like an actual like documentary, rockumentary, uh, called Last Days Here, which was about the uh, the lead singer of the band Pentagram. Uh, that, was, uh, that was incredibly good. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I think I've told you about Pentagram, and I've played them on the show. Yeah. And I think we've even talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a band that, uh, like, uh, that I sort of discovered, you know, like like six months ago. But they're, like, just this super obscure band that never really made it. Right. But uh, they released a bunch of stuff. But they released a bunch of stuff. And uh, so this documentary is about their lead singer, who's, like, 55 years old, and he lives in his parents' basement, and he smokes crack every day. And you know, he's just... I thought you said they hadn't made it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's living the dream. <laughs> Every day he's got crack. I mean, not just once a week. That is true. <laughs> I think our definition of made it differs, maybe. Because <laughs> I'm, I mean, clearly I'm building up to it. I've got two of the three stepping stones out of the way. I just got to find a good hookup. Right. So you're 55 and you're in your mom's basement. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm too old to be living in my mom's basement. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, that, that one was really good. Uh, I bet. Yeah, it sounds good. I'd, I'd love to see, I'd love to see pretty much all of those. Like even the, even the bands I'm not a big fan of, like I just find it interesting to see, right. like, like the decision making process. Like, um, cause on the Tom Petty one, yeah, there was a lot of, you know, things like, yeah, at the last minute we just kind of threw in this one. The, right, yeah. You know, there's this little song called Don't Do Me Like That. And, right, yeah. You know. Or, or just, just little things where, because, like, most of them what they'll do is, like, it's, like, a couple of the members of the band or, like, at least one member of the band sitting in front of, like, the uh, the soundboard. Right. And they'll just, like, turn off, like, all of the instruments except for, like, one thing. Right. And you can just hear this thing that, like, you would never know is in the actual song. Like the tam... Was it a shaker? It was a shaker. Yeah. yeah. In, in that one. But, yeah. Uh, like, even in the Black Sabbath one, like, they were doing, like, you know, uh, song War Pigs, and, like, they turned off everything except for the bass, and there's, Ooh. like, this crazy, groovy bass solo going on. Wow. But, like, you know, when the rest of the music is playing, like, you can't really just, tell exactly what's happening. It gets lost in the right, shuffle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, so those are a lot of fun. And, uh, and uh, as it turns out, I've been watching a movie a day for, like, the past uh, 15 days or so. No. And at least a movie a day. Because uh, last Sunday, it turns out, I watched, like, five movies. <laughs> oh, wow. That's that's a lot of that's movies. That's excessive. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, today, even, I watched uh, two movies. Uh, no, I watched three Oh, movies. wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, when I got here, you were finishing up Badass. Yeah, with uh, Danny Trejo and uh, Charles Dutton and Ron Perlman. It's a good good cast. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was an okay movie. Yeah. It, 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 looked, it looked like dumb fun. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Hmm. Uh, the one I watched prior to that uh, today. Jesus Christ, hold on. <laughs> Phil. Yeah. Phil. Um... I uh, walked into a bar the other day, but my head's okay now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, 
system. Uh, Die out here. <laughs> uh, the early one that I watched today was, uh, well, the first movie I watched today was uh, called uh, How to Be a Serial Killer. Hmm. And uh, you want to know how to be a serial killer? Sure, why not? Uh, watch that movie and then kill everyone around you out of frustration mm-hmm. for watching that movie. Ooh, not great. Not great. <laughs> uh, and then the other one I watched was uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Hmm. So it's a comedy of sorts. Uh, it's, I don't know, Like I'm still not entirely sure how I feel about it. But it's about a guy who uh, posts an ad in the newspaper. Uh, that uh, he is looking for a partner to time travel with. Uh, oh, okay. They must bring their own weapons, safety not guaranteed. I saw a trailer for that. Yeah. That looks all right. Again, I honestly cannot tell you what I actually feel about that movie huh. after having watched it. That seems like a good thing, really. I guess. Yeah, it's obviously something you're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's people in it that I like. Like uh, the 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 main guy is uh, from the show The League, uh, Mark Duplass, and uh, the 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 lead actress is uh, Aubrey Plaza from uh, Parks and Rec. Okay, the, one of the only three good parts of Parks and Rec. Mm, that's because <laughs> that show is not funny. Oh, I I like it or good. I like it. I think you forced into liking it. Uh no, I I actually. I mean, I would never watch it of my own accord, but whenever I do see it, I, I chuckle. Mm. I like uh, Ron Swanson. He's pretty great. He's, he's one of the other, only yeah. good parts of that show. Yeah, yeah it's all right. I mean, it's not an amazing show, but I think it's I, I think it's it, funny. I find it painfully unfunny. Really? Yeah. I, I thought it was I think it was funny. Painfully unfunny. <laughs> huh. So it's like this show. <laughs> it's a lot like this show. Uh only nobody's paying us. Huh? Oh man, yeah, you're right. It's a bummer. Why don't we get paid? Uh, who, do, who do we write a letter to? Uh, about Brian that? John Mitchell. Okay. <laughs> Help us, Brian John Mitchell. You're our only hope. Yeah. Hey, we have a PayPal donate button on our website. Do we? Go click it. I might go donate something tonight. I want to get paid. Sounds great. <laughs> All we gotta do is click that button and we get paid. Uh huh. Why aren't we clicking it right now? Because the screensaver's up. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's, okay. that's how we time the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we get done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so so that's that's what I've been doing. And so as I've been doing my, my sketch a day, uh, I realized that, uh, you know, since I have been watching a movie a day uh, while doing the sketch a day, I might as well write up a little something about those two. So. Oh, so you're reviewing them. Uh, just like a little like <clears throat> one or two lines uh, review. Okay. You know, nothing in depth. Basically, basically like my joke for the the uh, how to be a serial killer thing. Right. And that's exactly what I wrote on my blog. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that's something. Yeah. That's something. Are you, are you going to try to do that all year? I'm not. Well, uh, first of all, I'm doing the sketch a day for indefinitely. Okay. So you're going to do the movie thing indefinitely? Uh, I'm going to do the movie thing for as long as I can, which means that probably sometime next week I won't be able to watch a movie. Okay. Because that is just inevitable. It is weird that you've been able to. Like, It has been super weird. Yeah. But, because, yeah, because it's like, uh, well, I mean, like, even Thursday uh, when we when we went to the hockey game, I was like, well, that ends my streak. Right. But then, like, the hockey game didn't happen, and 
So we went home early. Right. And so by the time I got home, I was like, hey, I got time to watch a movie. Well, good for you. Bed. Good for you for not just being like, oh, I can't go to the hockey game because I got to stay and watch this movie. Oh, yeah. 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 It's That's... a fucking movie. Who cares? All right. Yeah. The, the, the sketch a day is what's important. Right. right. I need yeah. to continue doing that, and I will continue to do that. Uh, and the only way that that won't happen is if something major, you know, occurs that prevents me from doing it. But the movie I did, you know, fuck it. Right. You know, I'm just going to. I'm only doing it to actually have something on while I'm doing the sketch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna miss a movie a day, mm-hmm. you know, at some point because oh, yeah. I'm I'm not the guy doing horror movie a day, uh, the website that I read. Right. Because that guy's been doing it for six years. That's crazy. That is insane. That's crazy. He's ending it at the end of this month, though. I don't know if I believe him that he's actually watched one every day. Oh yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, he says he has. He reviews yeah. every single one of them. Oh yeah. Well, I'm just saying though. Like, what yeah. if what if one day he he's like, well, I know Thursday <coughs> I'm going to a hockey game, so I'm going to watch two of them on Wednesday. Like, I wonder. Uh, I wonder. I uh, I think there's an implicit trust in there okay. that he's doing it. All right. Well, then I'm with you. And he has missed a day uh, at the the very beginning of his vlog. Okay. Uh, like uh, in, the, in the first month that he did it, he missed a day. Well, that's impressive. Yeah. It's very impressive. Uh, and like I said, he's ending it. So, yeah. you know, why would he lie? No, right. Especially if he's ending it. <laughs> I don't really even know the guy. I'm yeah. just I'm just trying to stir up trouble. Uh, no. I'm just saying it's a website I like. Yeah. Jesus. But there's, there's only one of, like, five, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 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 Should well, I name them? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Uh, Buy your day. Buy your comics. Bloodline video. This, this, those are not on <laughs> Uh, horror movie today. Silver Media. Uh, that is not on there. Pungent Basement uh, Comics. That is not on there. <laughs> it's Pungent Basement Arts anyway. Oh, damn it. No wonder I can never find it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's their celebrity interviews? Oh, good question. Huh. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> the silent spot is where the celebrity interview would go if we had one. <laughs> oh, I think we're done annoying and boring the people who listen to this show. So why don't you uh, tell me what movie we're gonna watch? Oh, this will be your movie of the day for next Sunday or Monday, whatever. Yeah, um, preferably Sunday. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, let's watch the detective. Uh, just any detective? Any detective? No, this Can is. Can we watch uh, Columbo? I would love to, but. Kojak. Unfortunate. No. Uh, Elliot Stapler. I know. Is that a real detective? That, that is a real TV detective. <laughs> <laughs> is that the guy on the Staples commercial? No. Okay. That is, uh, I, don't, I don't know who, or, <laughs> I don't think Staples has a mascot. Uh, no, that, that is uh, the guy from uh, Law and Order SVU. Ah. No, no, this is a classic. Film from 1950, uh, <laughs> starring Fred Sin- Frank Sinatra. I really thought his name was Fred Sinatra. <laughs> uh, Frank Sinatra <laughs> as the detective. Again, what what detective? Just the de- he's the de- the detective. He's Is he the, like the lead detective of his squad. I think he's the lead like, one of this film. Like, like, what is the name of this detective, and what is this movie called? <laughs> the movie is called The Detective, and he's played by Fred Shabansky, <laughs> Dean Shabansky. 
Whatever his name is. Robin Scherbatsky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her. He's he's Canadian. <laughs> and easy on the eyes. And the co-director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. The okay. detective. The detective. What year is it? 46? 52? No. Something uh, like 60 something. 60 something? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm in. I won't veto. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> so yeah, okay. uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Go, go watch the detective kids and uh, join us next week. Exactly. On gutter trash. Yes. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>